I know, I know. It's not going to stick. You guys don't have Apple TV, right? Oh, I have it. It's Ted Lasso is a really good show. It's a it's a yeah. like a shitty Division two college football coach who gets hired to be uh, a a coach for football or soccer in the UK, and he doesn't know jack all about soccer. And yeah, he's a fish out of water. It's really good. It's funny. So it's it's is, charming. It a Net- is it a Netflix show? No, Netflix. it's Apple TV. Yeah. Apple TV. Yeah, sign up Eve. for a free trial and watch it. It's really good. Eve, have you seen Ted Lasso? No, she asked me as well. I feel like we're having like a deja vu. <laughs> it's conversations that have already occurred. Uh, By no, the way, but actually, but actually, the better, the more entertaining show so far has been Morning Show. Just, just, just throwing it out there from uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Renee or uh, Reese Witherspoon. It's really good. It's funny. Does it has Jennifer Aniston? I thought it had uh, Phoebe from Friends, not Rachel. No, it has has Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston's the main character. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's good. It's good. Solid. You know what? I, you know what I've been really into, and I just finished five seasons worth of. There's only six episodes a season, but it's Peaky Blinders mm. on Netflix. I've only seen like the second episode. A lot of people like Peaky Blinders. I it, uh, it, another show need the fucking subtitles because yep. shit is. Yep. Uh, yep. If you're not, if you don't have the subtitles, it's like what? What is happening? Yeah. Like what? Part of me. Yeah. If you haven't watched it yet, like uh, do yourself a favor and don't be like me. Ooh, I didn't turn on subtitles until towards the end of season one, but yeah, they're, they're such heavily accented, like British accents and Irish accents. You can't, you only, I, I was catching every other word until I turned on the subtitles. John, how excited are you about the Trevor Bauer signing? Uh, never heard of her. Oh, everyone boy. was talking about that at lunch. And when I say everyone, I mean the three dudes that I work with. Mm-hmm. Is it that Trevor guy, Bauer. That pitcher, that guy that was a pitcher in uh, high school or something. Remember the guy on the phone? That's not a coworker of mine. I don't shit where I eat. Oh, all right. he's a big, uh, he's a big, <laughs> big Nolan Ar- Arenado. Not, any- not anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, then I become, I become the, the that girl. I've never been that girl, so I'm not going to become that girl. Oh, the the office dates everyone, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character in um, Silver Lines Playbook. Yeah. You don't want to be here. She was also had mental health issues too. How did you pronounce that movie? How did you pronounce that movie's name? Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, I thought you said Silver Lions Playbook. I'm sorry. No, I'm just too used to pouncing <laughs> on my wife. My wife last night tried to pronounce the word quinoa, and she was just struggling. Quinoa, quinoa, quinoa. Yes, yes, all of it. And I just, I whenever she does that, I, I say, "Hey, can you go ahead and just wind that back and tell me how you pronounce that before?" And then I pounce. And I um I tear her down a little bit more. Right. That's love. That's what love's about. True love, yeah. That's marriage. All right, let's get started. What's up, people? It's Friday, February 5th. <laughs> Pancakes and pandemics is what you're listening to. Wait. Pretty big leak for white people as we get to kick off uh, Black History Month with the whitest shit ever. On February 2nd, our country awakens a rodent that we named Phil and then ask this unsuspecting groundhog if he's seen a shadow, and then us humans subsequently make up whether or not he's seen the shadow, and finally we use that information to predict future weather patterns. Of course, I'm talking about Groundhog's Day, celebrated in the United States and Canada. John, Eve, Esteban, how did y'all celebrate Groundhog's Day? Wait, you've been recording this whole time? Just keep it moving, Eve. So I, I, it's a celebrated. I let a groundhog uh, drive my vehicle, much like in the Bill Murray vehicle, <laughs> Groundhog's Day, uh, and, and and then I just relive that moment over and over again. So yeah, it was it was a good Groundhog's Day. I don't think it's 
movie's called? I think it's Groundhog Day. Groundhog uh, Day. I'm sorry, Eve. I'm 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 aging, and as I age, I start to make things plural that shouldn't be plural. <laughs> <laughs> All old people do that. All old people do that. Groundhog Day <laughs> is is actually my my aunt's birthday, and I still forgot it. That's fucked up. We didn't forget your birthday. You you uh, beat us, beat it into us for weeks. Much like the uh, German Nazis beat um, Jews on Holocaust. Whoa, whoa, Day. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Okay, yes, right? Wasn't it, wasn't it also Holocaust Remembrance? It was uh, Remembrance Holocaust Day. That's right. It definitely was. Uh, Esteban, what did you do for uh, Groundhog Day? No, I, I uh, so I, there's an age old tradition with my fraternity buddies. So we we take shots uh, every hour, starting at the beginning beginning of the day no matter what day of the week we just take shots every what? hour you know basically because it's like groundhog's day you relive every day from the movie uh so uh so yeah i i partook in that as a mid to how late are you movie. alive yeah you blacked uh, out at noon i blacked out pretty early on and uh i'm here to tell the story i don't know how i'm alive eve i think it's the the, the mechanism that my body has to just pass out and prevent myself from drinking more shots i think that's what happened Eve, much how you're alive from uh, the last podcast that we did where you were taking shot after shot of tequila. And my wife remarked to me that uh, it was amazing to listen to you as you continue to slur your words throughout the podcast and become more and more drunk. Anytime a podcast member uh, really kind of starts in the beginning of the podcast and it's a 90-minute you know, 90 minute podcast, you really do get to see the transformation over that hour and a half. And it's, it's a beautiful fun. thing. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Uh, quick question, John. This is a question for you. Uh, Groundhog's Day or Father's Day? Does, do you think Father's Day can nudge out Groundhog's Day as in, importance to the world? Or do you think Groundhog's Day uh, takes, the, takes the lead there? Oh, I think Father's Day, I mean, uh, he- head and shoulders above. And I want to emphasize the word head because I think that's uh, – I think I have a better <laughs> chance of getting my dick sucked on Father's Day versus, hey, baby, it's Groundhog's Day. Will you lick my balls? What, 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 why don't you ground this hog? Okay, idiot. So, um, I forgot. I got my COVID Ooh. vaccine on Groundhog Day. Now I'm completely immune. So, oh. hey, you know, I read also that first of all, that's exciting. Congratulations. So, you're a superhero now. Congratulations. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. Now I can just go out and do whatever I want with whoever I want. Oh. Uh, I feel like that's pretty much like the same thing that you were doing before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that changes nothing. Uh, I was, uh, I was a little disappointed at reading about grand hogs day and I only read about it because I, I mandated that we were going to talk about it a little bit, but do you know that Punxsutawney Phil is only right about the weather 50% of the time? It's almost <gasps> as though it's, <laughs> It's almost as though it's a it's a coin toss. I also found out that there's uh let's see Ohio, North Carolina, New York, Georgia, Tennessee, Wisconsin, Illinois, Maryland, West Virginia, and Michigan all have their own groundhog. Those bullshit Punxsutawney Phil's got some competition out there. R- yeah, riveting I, facts, thank you, Dubs. Yeah. By the <laughs> way, this this sounds a little bit to me like a, a garbage fact, and I don't appreciate you introducing that into the. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, sli- I'm sliding them in all over the place. I'm like little nuggets of information. Uh, all right, well, Groundhog's Day. I do. It is kind of funny though, right? That it's Black History Month, and like there I, there can't be one black person that doesn't think Gr- Groundhog's Day is fucking ridiculous because it is the whitest thing that that anybody could ever do. Am I wrong? 
Oh, absolutely. I guess I've never. I, I guess I've never put Groundhog yeah. Day into the context of Black History Month. I, I feel like. Uh, I feel. Yeah, I feel like it, it belongs in Hickory because, like Hickory, there's no women involved. Groundhog Day. And Groundhog Day. Yeah. Oh. Everyone, that's that's Hickory, Indiana, from the movie Hoosiers. Hoosiers. So you yeah. think it's a it's a bit sexist, Groundhog's Day? <laughs> Do you? I don't know. Okay, okay. So that's an amazing moment you guys just had, and not great for a podcast where one of you asks a question, the other person says, "I don't know." How about you? And the other person says, "I don't know." Do you? That's it's Uno with that's words. That's not how you do that. It's not good. It's not good. Hey, I do want to talk about something else though. Um, that is kind of near and dear to my heart. Screech, uh, Dustin Diamond. He uh, died this week. He might have died on Groundhog's Day. Wait, is it groundhogs? Are we pluralizing it? Or it's, it's just groundhog, groundhog apostrophe s, right? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm just saying Groundhog's Day, and then I'm, I'm now I'm self conscious that I'm not saying it right. I'm googling it right now, even though Eve yeah, should Google. Yeah, Eve, Eve should Google it, but it's as long as Groundhog somebody, somebody Day, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day, okay, Groundhog Day. Yeah, it, it, it's an important conversation. Like, I'm glad we're having it. Glad but, we're having it. Someone has to have so, it. Screech died. So, uh, in, if you don't know who Screech is. He uh, was was uh, on a banger of a high school sitcom in the 90s. He was kind of like the dumb, dorky friend of the two school studs, Zach Morris and A.C. Slater. He was, was he a virgin? I mean, he seemed like he was. Who was he going out with? <laughs> that was fair. the character he was definitely going for. Was yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, he died. Cancer, I think. Um, and yeah, it's disappointing. I, I thought I should bring it up because I don't know about you guys, but Saved by the Bell was a big deal for me. Um, you know, I think if you're a male, some of the first times that you started playing with your penis was when Tiffany Amber Thiessen as as Kelly Kapowski came on the on the screen. I mean, yeah, it, was, yeah. it hit me right around the time where I was learning how to do that. So yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> Screech was a big part of that. So I, I don't know that I have anything else to add other than, yeah, it's sad to see him go. He's a young guy, 40 something years old. Well, I guess he didn't get his cancer diagnosis until it was stage four. And so that's not great. That's not an early warning system. That's basically, hey, you have stage four cancer. You're good dead luck. now. Yeah, good luck. And he died within, I think, a month. Yeah, so I... Yeah, it's quick. Yeah, I, I, I work actually in... Uh, so there are, co- there are a couple of different kinds of lung cancer. I, I work primarily some trials on non-small cell lung cancer. He had, I guess, uh, small cell lung cancer. And uh, unfortunately with that, the diagnosis does come much later sometimes for many patients. So I guess the way that he described uh, his situation when he came in for his visit was just that he was had pain all over, which is basically means that he the cancer had already metastasized throughout his whole body. Uh, so I did find it very stunning though. He only went in for one round of chemo and then he was, he had passed before he even had the chance to get the second round, which is a very, very late stage, like for, for that setting. So, um, yeah, really, really big bummer. But, uh, but I, I liked Screech. He was a good underdog. I did. I, I did too. I felt I like too. he was a true underdog and how could you not root for that guy? Right? Well, okay. Let me ask you this. If you had to kill off anybody on that show, I have a clear, person that i would prefer to die instead of screech but i'm i'm uh i won't say that person's name i'll see if anybody are else you, are you trying to play fuck Mary kill what are you doing <laughs> uh, i think i'm just playing the kill part of that 
Um, mm. Oh, we could you're play playing, you're playing Among Us. You're playing Among Us with the... Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm just going to say it. Jesse. I fucking hated Jesse. How dare you? Really? You guys like Jesse? I don't even know who she Have is. Have you seen striptease? Well, okay. Or, sh- or no, showgirl? Was it showgirls? It's showgirls. It's showgirls. Sorry, showgirls. 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 Sorry. I sorry. I was fucking fourteen when I saw showgirls. Different stripper. It's. I know you got them confused. I hated her when she when she was studying for a test and she accidentally took speed, and that was the episode that made me just wish she. It wasn't speed. It was just like caffeine pills, bro. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. But that that episode made me hate Jesse so much. And I never could get over it. I, but I'm only judging her from her Saved by the Bell performance, not when she got naked in some other movie like you were, clearly, John. So I've never actually thought of the question that you posed, uh, Dubs, but I, I, I will have to admit, though, I, uh, like Simpsons, I was not allowed to watch Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I, had, I had to sneak it Jesus. in as a kid. I wasn't yeah. allowed to, It was not okay I, for me. To I wasn't sneak. allowed to watch Simpsons either, by the way. But but I think Saved by the Bell might have been during a time like of day, like Simpsons was primetime TV. Saved by the Bell might have been more like when I got home from school and I was able to get it in before my mom got home. That's what he said. Um, yeah, there was. A, I also want to cl- clarify back at the beginning. I think I made a comment about Screech being part of my masturbatorial endeavors. I was just <laughs> meaning he was part of the show. <laughs> so I just want to clear that up in case anybody took that the wrong way. I know after I said it, I was like looking at Eve. Because she's usually pretty all over. I was ready uh, to do it, but I did. I gave. I gave her some time to simmer. Got it. I, I think I would have killed off Tori. I didn't really like that that character arc and her introduction. But uh, wait, Justin, the, the, wait, is Tori the black girl? No, that's Lisa Tuttle. Oh, okay. Idiot. Who's Tori? <laughs> Tori was introduced in their senior year. She was the brunette that like came hard oh, at, at Zach. I don't think that counts. Came but hard. okay, okay. What do you mean? I just said you're picking it. She's not part of the core group that you're that I was considering murdering. Okay, fine. Then, then, uh, Mr. Belding, Dick Belding. Okay, fair enough. All right, he was was closer to death anyway. That's probably the right move. Before we move off of the Saved by the Bell topic, though, which of the characters did you wish you were when you were a kid? You're like, I would like to be like that person. Whoever was banging Kelly. I mean, obviously, whoever Kelly was with at the time, whether it was AC or Zach, that's who I wanted to be. Uh, Definitely AC. Beautiful, muscular, bronze skin. I mean, he just glistening. Uh, He he was like a statue. And he he fucked them all, right? Like, Zach would, like, get locked into a long-term relationship with one of the hot bitches for, like, a a year or two. AC just floated around. I'm pretty sure he fucked Tori. Uh, Jesse, Kelly, yeah, he, he uh, and, and numerous side characters that floated through the show. <laughs> Eve, he was he was the best. Um, I I didn't really watch that show very much. Um, wow. Okay, very good. Um, so uh, back to AC Slater and how beautiful he is. If you ever stay at a Hilton hotel, I I've seen more of AC Slater in the last couple of years than I ever saw him on stage. Mario Lopez. Okay, I was really yes. confused what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yes, AC Slater. Slater slash Mario Lopez. Whenever I turn on the hotel TV, he's there to tell me what's hot that's right, on, that's right. uh, for yeah. Access Hollywood movies, and like he's trying to get me to like purchase these hotel movies and watch them and rent them. But so um, he, he, and never, he hasn't aged. He hasn't aged a day. He by the never way. ages. And he does. I, it's because he he's gotten a couple of fresh coats of chemical peels and Botox, but he looks really good. It looks good. 
so I do want to – one of my favorite uh, Mario Lopez, AC Slater, we've played it on this podcast, but do you remember that clip of the uh, South Carolina Miss Teen USA where she was just bumbling about the Iraq and the Americas <laughs> and the map? Well, the person that asked the question is that's holding the microphone for that question is Mario Lopez. And his face as he has to transition from that answer – back to like him trying to run the show is laugh out loud funny. Um, so that's, that's my favorite Mario Lopez moment outside of all the hoes he was banging on Saved by the Bell. I, I, I mean the, the, uh, the, the reality is like when you look at him too, his arms are like, he, like they're so like jacked up, like he can barely bend his arms. I feel like, like when he's moving around on stage, it's a very robotic look to him. Um, right. but, but wait a second. So, uh, one of the other questions I have is why Johnny Paperhands is on set right now after being Johnny Diamond Hands last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. John, you want to talk about that a little bit? Maybe uh, talk about uh, pulling all your money out of GameStop. What happened there? Daddy had very sensible stop limits in place. If if GameStop dropped below a certain threshold, it would automatically execute. And so, yeah, I I, I got out before it dropped to. Uh, Sub 100 for sure. Can can um, I quickly just ask why you talk about yourself as daddy when you talk about investing? <laughs> like I, I've always felt uncomfortable with your reference daddy to yourself as, as daddy. Whenever you're gambling or investing money, you're like, daddy did this, daddy did that. And and talking to me, it's like <laughs> I, don't, I would rather you just not do that. But Well, I think it's a little obnoxious, uh, a little funny. Okay. And, you know, I just feel powerful when I'm spilling money all over the place. So I'm daddy. Fair enough. I like it. No, I don't like it. But did, it's you okay. make, did you make money on GameStop or did you lose money on GameStop? I, I did in the beginning. Uh, and then I lost a little bit on yeah, on the sell. And so whatever. You know, honestly, like if – I don't I don't view it that badly because if you do take a loss on a stock when you when you sell it for a net loss, you can later on your taxes you, that helps to offset your gains, your capital gains taxes. Not not at a one to one ratio, but it does help you. Oh, so I'm not I'm not yeah like to take a loss here and there. I'm not like too butthurt about it. Plus, it was fun. It was fun. It was you know, fun. I wanted to be a, got, I wanted to be a part of the movement. Entertainment, right? Yeah, I, I wanted to be a part of the movement, and I still own one GameStop share. Because I want to tell my kids, my grandkids, after the movie and the sequel and the trilogy happens, I want to be able to tell them, Daddy still owns GameStop. I was, that's a share left over from the movement. For the record, you were talking to your kids there, so saying Daddy was completely fine. <laughs> it was applicable there. It was applicable, yeah. Oh, wait, wait hold, hold on a second. So uh, you are suggesting that you and other Reddit Army members are still holding on to some shares? Is that how is this going? Because I feel like, you know, everybody was saying we're a bunch of, you know, amateur investors. Let's hold on to it. Don't let the the big, bad investment bankers win. Did, did you guys let them win or are they or, 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 or are you winning? Uh, well, I think the investment bankers have ultimately won. Uh, if it was a game of tug of war, they definitely got the other side tugged over most. But I mean, GameStop is still ridiculously overinflated. It's. I mean, and, and Robinhood, the trading platform, just opened up and said, "Okay, you can finally now buy all the game share stock that you want." Uh, but it's over, I think, still in the '60s or '70s or '80s, like it, close to 100, and that's way more than it should be. Okay, hmm. so time to buy. 
Time to buy. Time to get back in. I think that's what. Uh, <laughs> no, I would wait till it's like twenty dollars or less. Is, are, I am curious. Are any of the other stocks popping off still? Like the movie, the movie play AMC or anything like that, or or has it just has Reddit just folded all together and been like, well, this isn't really working for me? A- AMC had a good bounce today. It did actually go. It bottomed out at like six something. I think it went up to seven or eight today. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the movement's pretty much done. <laughs> It, it, it was it was a moment in time, guys. It was a beautiful moment in time, and now it's over. And but the memes, the memes will last her forever. Memes are good, uh, and I told you I got some good feedback about your explanation. I did watch multiple uh, people try to explain it, and uh, yeah, it's not an easy fucking thing to explain. So it's kind of kind of wild. Now get everybody get back. Do you have a hot tip for anybody, John? You want to give them a hot tip while we're on the stock topic? Only for my anything? wife. I first off, I, first off I I'm, not a, I'm not a financial advisor, so please just know that. This is just my opinion. But I like CCIV right now, uh, Churchill Capital uh, Investments. And so they're a SPAC that's going to take Lucid Motors, maybe take Lucid Motors public. There's a lot of rumors right now, uh, but the rumors are all trending the right way for CCIV uh, to take Lucid Motors public, which is uh, basically a competitor to Tesla. It's a high-end luxury version of a Tesla vehicle. And so I would jump in CCIV. Uh, I've been on it for a while. It's it's more than doubled in its price since then. It's it's a great stock. Uh, I would ride it out through another week or two and then just see if an actual deal materializes. And if it doesn't, you need to, you need to bounce. I love it, John. Hey, you know what? Great advice. Um I think we're going to see the power of pancakes and pandemics on that stock. Watch it blow up, people. Diamond hands uh, for a couple of weeks and then reevaluate. Esteban, did you have something to say? You, I, 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 well, I just, for the listener and for me mainly, uh, what's a SPAC? What's SPAC again? Yeah, so that's a special purpose acquisition company. Oh, no, an so acronym? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Eve, did you go from looking at your phone to just popping up with, oh, no, an acronym? Is that what just happened? My head hurt. Sorry, I continue. Thank you for your contribution. Um, so, yes, it's, it's, it's a blank, blank check company. So uh, private companies in the past will go public and offer stocks via an I, another acronym, an IPO, an initial public offering. And so that involves working with a lot of banks, uh, and, and having to divulge a lot of financial documents. And it's just a pain in the ass for companies that want to go public um, and, and offer stocks to people. But with a SPAC, um, a blank check company, basically there is what's – God, this is so dorky. There's a reverse merger where the SPAC takes on the private company and they merge together, and then it's called whatever the new company is. like um. I don't know, like uh, the Rush Street Interactive, right? They they run the betting platform called Bet Rivers, and so yeah. they were formerly under the stock ticker DMYT, and that was the blank check company that merged with RSI Rush Street Interactive and took them public to in order to uh, offer stocks. So I don't know. That's yeah, a shitty, that's a that's a shitty yeah, explanation. Not, but but but, on, but honestly. But honestly, right. guys, like SPACs right now, SPACs are great to invest in. Right, that's ones right. that have good. Yeah, ones that have good managing directors, like if you look at their board and you research them, make sure that they 
you know, they've done good deals in the past, that they're not shady people. They do what they say they're going to do. And if you invest in the right ones, then when they merge uh, with the company they're, that they're going to take public, like it can be, it can be a really great deal for your, for your investment. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. Like and that. that is free advice from Johnny paper hands at a baby, Johnny. Hey, we make people money. Let's tell them some shit that they didn't know. Garbage facts, baby. Best podcast, what we regarded as. PMP in this bitch, where the party at? We know some dope ass shit that be hard to match. So listen up, y'all. Here's some garbage facts. Let's go. Gotta tell you, love this segment. One of my favorite segments that we do, Garbage Facts. Uh, Eve, um, you've been quiet other than uh, pouncing on an acronym. Would you like to go first? Sure. I mean, I don't have a lot to contribute to some of this conversation. So um, you wanted me to look for more Hawaii uh, garbage facts. So I scoured far and wide, and I found a good one, I think. So everyone knows about the lei, like the flower lei that people put around their necks, the hula girls are wearing, blah, blah, blah. Well, there are special, specific rules involved with lei that most people don't know. So uh, a couple things. One, it's really rude to refuse a lay. So if someone's trying to give you a lay and you'd be like, no, um, don't do that. Uh, don't oh. take it off of yourself in front of the person that gave it to you. Um, you should never throw it away. You should always return it to the earth. So like compost it. it or sure, bury it or just throw it on the ground, you know? <laughs> Even those fake ones that aren't real flowers, they're kind of like well, plastic The fake ones I don't consider lay. But okay. I would throw those away. Um, I think that the ones with true meaning are like either shell or flower or feather, or like the ones that are actually made by, per- by a yep. person that's in a traditional way versus like the store-bought plastic ones. Um, and then it's bad luck to give um, a pregnant woman a lay because it's kind of like, oh. um, it's almost like a bad omen to getting like a, the baby's, uh, um, like the umbilical cord around the baby's neck. So don't ever give a pregnant woman a lay because that's like bad luck. That'd be a terrible way to give someone a lay. And then if their child, something happened to their child, I mean, fuck. Yeah. You know, they get, but that's a great garbage track. Eve, you might've saved a baby's life. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well done. I don't think we've ever had a garbage fact that is saving lives. Is- we just made you some money with Johnny paper hands. Now we're saving fucking lives. John, stay hot. Would you please? <laughs> I don't know if I can follow that up. I mean, usually he was out here, you know, committing abortions, not saving babies. Jesus. I have never oh, had an abortion. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, was, I was joking. I could, I could see that John uh, wasn't sure if he should say that. And then uh, he at least had one drink enough to get the filter opened up where he just went ahead and ripped that one. I liked it. All right. Go ahead, Johnny. I have one or two garbage facts. Uh, I'm going to do a, a present one for our Super Bowl coming up. Uh, Steve Young. Wait, you, have two, you have two? Is that what you just said? Yeah, I want to do two. <laughs> yeah. Just because I was up late last night on Wikipedia. What, is it your on, birthday on this Wikipedia week? On Wikipedia and Google. Is it Hi. your birthday? <laughs> no, just go. It was, actually, it was actually my son's birthday yesterday. It was. So I'm, I'm co-opting that. <laughs> I love that. So Steve Young, former uh, NFL quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame at age 42. Tom Brady is playing the Super Bowl on Sunday at age 43. Whoa. Jesus. His 10th fucking Super Bowl, by the way. That's 10 amazing. fucking Super Bowls? 
goddamn, do do NFL players? What's the NFL average career like? Three and a half, and Tom Brady's played in ten Super Bowls. I don't understand. That's insane. That's a good good stat. Good garbage fact, John. He's going to be playing long after we're dead. Uh, and my second one, I fell down a rabbit hole last night uh, googling things. I really uh, thought you fell down. Okay, keep going. I was kind no, of no, a metaphorical rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, so the band, the Swedish pop group Ace of Base, right? They were popular in the early to mid '90s and continued. I mean, continued to release records throughout the '90s and early 2000s. And honestly, they're my second favorite Swedish pop group, right behind Roxette. I have a real soft spot for Finn pop mm-hmm, groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and as you all know, Roxette, probably the best band to ever come out of Sweden. But anyways, Ace of Base, I'd always heard for years that they like were some type of neo-Nazi group or they had like neo-Nazi messages in their songs. Uh, so I decided to go down that rabbit hole last night and Google it. And yeah, apparently there's some lyrics from some of their songs that are maybe a little pro-white nationalism. And, but then I found... The most damning piece of evidence, because I, I'm pretty skeptical, skeptical about that, and I want to think the best of base base. But I found the most damning piece of evidence was that during World War II, when Germany invaded and occupied France, they established a submarine base off the coast of France, and it was poured out of like pure concrete. It was one of the most impregnable structures throughout World War II. It never succumbed to um, a- allied bombardment, bombardment, like these these submarines that were stationed there would go out, sink tons of merchant ships, tons of allied uh, fleet ships. And were, they were just, they were awesome. Uh, and they, they only defeated or were defeated because the allied uh, Navy eventually achieved uh, numerical superiority and were able to surround it and starve them out, right? They couldn't bomb the sub base into submission. Uh, so anyways, that sub submarine base stationed off the coast of France, was named the Base of Aces. No. Wow. Hey, so, John, this is really good information for me because usually when I'm playing pickleball and I and I ace somebody, I yell, ace of base. And so oh. I didn't know I was being super racist when I was doing it. In fact, no. one of the yeah. person I play, my neighbor's black, and I specifically love when I ace him because he's very good. And so I yell, ace of base, at my black neighbor when I get a pickleball win, but I swear to God, I didn't know that. And now we, so know. now I'm going to, now I know. So thank you. Anyways, that was the most damning piece of information that I found. Um, but I don't know that they named themselves after that really weirdly unknown submarine well, base that no one talks about. You're onto something. Hey, uh, give me an ace of bass song to close the episode out with. What do you, what's your favorite jam? Oh, I really love the acoustic version of lucky love. Uh, I would okay. say that's one of my favorite. I mean, you can always go with one of the classics like All That She Wants or The Sign or Happy Nation. I think Happy Nation is highlighted as being one of their most white supremacyist videos and, and okay. songs. So maybe All Happy right. Nation. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Esteban, garbage fact. First off, I like how John slipped in uh, the word impregnable uh, into his description. Very, very nice diction. Uh, also a little like suggestive. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. So um, when, when Dubs is going off on his, uh, his pre garbage fact, which I didn't appreciate, it's because my garbage fact was somewhat related to Groundhog's day. And I was oh, not, right. groundhog day, right? Ground, groundhog day. And I was not, I was not really too happy about it. So as we all know, groundhog day features 
the groundhog that comes out of the ground. And then if he sees his shadow, he gets scared, run back, runs back into the hole, and he predicts six more weeks of winter. And if he doesn't have a shadow, he doesn't get scared, and that means it's spring, right? So the, we all know that, right? But it has its roots in a Christian tradition called Candlemas. And by the way, I'm Christian. I have no idea what this, what this is. But this is when the clergy would bless and distribute candles needed for winter. The candles represented how long and cold the winter would be. And the Germans, who are the ones that brought it to the U.S., uh, basically expanded on the concept and they selected an animal, the hedgehog, as the way of predicting the weather. Uh, so once they came to America, German settlers in Pennsylvania, the Quakers probably, I don't know, um, they, they switched over uh, from hedgehogs to groundhogs. And then uh, that's, that's really the, the story. So it started off as candles, went to hedgehogs, and went to groundhogs. And that's how we're here now. Wow! You guys know you, ruined, you ruined Groundhog Day for uh, atheists. I just assumed everything. I assumed everything that is a holiday now came from a pagan holiday. So, I mean, if, maybe it was Christian at one point, but everything started from the pagans. But why haven't nobody? Why has? Sorry, my mic is getting weird. Why has nobody talked about Palm Springs? That movie that's on uh, Amazon Prime, it's just like Groundhog Day, but it's from 2020 and has Andy Samberg and this other girl in it. I don't know her name. And they're like at a wedding and every morning is the same day, the day of the wedding. And they keep going through the loop like Groundhog Day. And it's like a 2020 version of Groundhog Day. Have you seen it? No. I'm not. Is it no. good? Do you like it? It's really good. Like I was, I fought watching it because I was like, ah, stupid. I've seen Groundhog Day. But Andy Samberg, if you like him, it's really good. It's, um, I think it's rated R, and uh, it's like a rom com, but it's also like really fucked up, you know, like Groundhog Day, but to a different level where you can actually do things in movies now, like you couldn't do back in the nineties. When you called Palm Springs. Okay. When you said it's rated R, did you say that so that way it would encourage us to watch it, yes, or you yes. to make sure? Okay, okay, yeah. You wanted to make sure that children didn't watch it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if children watch it. They're not my kids. Good point. We we do. <laughs> Good point. Uh, John, here I want to give you a shout out. Remember last week where I was like, I I wrote down two garbage facts in case someone stole mine. That was like me just pretending that I did that just so I could slip in two garbage facts. So I'm going to give you a pass on you getting in two garbage facts because I did it last week. I, 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 gotta... did, I didn't take your ace of base garbage fact, did I? No, 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 okay. you did not. Oh, thank God. Okay. Actually, I've learned a lot. I, I absolutely would. If I had a lay at a Hawaiian airport and I saw like a pregnant woman, I'd be like, you know what? She fucking deserves this lay. And I would give it to her. And I wouldn't know. So Wait, now I, yeah, yeah, I don't wouldn't. Do that. Don't do that. Yeah, now I won't do that. I'm yelling racist things at my at my uh, at my you know neighbor that didn't know I was doing it. So I learned something there. And then I didn't really like Esteban's garbage fact, but that's all right. We can't shoot. 100%. <laughs> oh wow, you don't like mine because I just mean I just thought it was a funny thing. No, I did. I did tune. I did tune out as well, Esteban. I'm sorry. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good enough for you guys. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. it was. I, I, it was fun. I just felt like we went back twenty minutes and kept talking about Groundhog Day over and over uh, and over. I stopped listening. Yeah, yeah. What? Terrible job. All right, I got a good one though. I got a good one. All right, <laughs> ancient Romans. Uh, actually, let me ask you a question first. Have you guys ever considered uh, teeth whitening yes. at all? Is that ever? Yes. Okay, Obviously, have, yeah, definitely. Okay. Sure. Have you ever? Has anyone done it? Yes. Well, like. Oh, you have. I've done, okay. I've done the crest white strips. 
Okay. I, I, I tried that once. Has anyone done like the dentist version? I've done laser, but that was like a group, a group on like 12 years ago. But yeah, I, I've tried it. Yeah. Okay. Did it work? <laughs> It, it hurt. It hurt really badly. It's because oh. you use a Groupon to have someone shoot a laser in your mouth. Hey, I used a Groupon for my eyes. They shot lasers for my eyes. Uh, Jesus, little garbage Christ. guys. Don't don't use the Groupon. Uh, don't use a Groupon to have lasers like <laughs> shot into your face. Well, I just want to let you guys know that uh, the reason I asked that question is you got fucking hustled because ancient Romans used to use both human and animal urine as mouthwash in order to whiten their teeth. And the crazy thing is it actually works. Our urine contains ammonia, a compound of nitrogen and hydrogen that is capable of acting like a cleansing agent. So don't get suckered in by your dentist or the fucking Crest white strips. Just get someone to piss in your mouth. Um, That's all you need. Also, little other bonus garbage fact, Tiger Woods didn't urinate on any hookers. He's just given free teeth whitening. That's why his teeth are so white. <laughs> oh, I love that Eve looked back at her dog when you mentioned that animal urine could clean teeth. Like, Maybe. <laughs> no, oh. no, she looked back and then she turned around with a look of disgust. Like, no, she made that decision pretty quick. Did you guys watch the uh, Tiger Woods uh, documentary? No, it's a kid. I haven't. I heard it's really good. Solid. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. With it, it, a hooker got in there, right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, she's in there. She's like the one, one of the faces of the show. It's it's solid. Any any urination stories? Uh, I don't know if they went into that level of detail, but they they do discuss some of his uh, his escapades uh, for sure in Vegas. I, and otherwise. When I hear somebody doing something sexually that I just can't imagine, I just can't help but want to know more. Like I can't I can't understand the situation where I'm like, I babe, I am so turned on by you. I just want to pee all over you. I just. I can't get there, but I'm fascinated. Y'all never pissed on a bitch? (laughs) Oh, no. The new quotable paper hands. (laughs) This guy, Johnny Paper Hands. He's eating asshole, urinating on women. He's a good guy, though. Uh, All right. Let's talk about about sports. Let's talk about sports. Um, We got our locks. Final locks of the year. Locks, 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 locks of the week. And I bet we have some doozies uh, for the the listeners out there. I mean, guys, if you aren't gambling on the Super Bowl, I just don't understand what you're doing with your life. Even Eve is probably going to gamble. With with my morals? What, what do you mean, gambling? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought. I I'd mean, throw. yeah, fuck the Buccaneers. That's what I mean. All right, hold on, hold on. Let's hey before we go into locks. What, Eve, why don't you start us with your locks? Because I feel like your locks are going to be um, more on the on the actual game, and I've got I'm I'm more going to go down the road of like weird shit. Um, so what do you got? I have to have multiple. I'm, I'm just going to say just just one. The, you just fine. The Chiefs are going to win. The Chiefs will destroy Tom Brady's dreams and all of the men's wet dreams that are watching. Oh, wow. Well yeah. Uh, okay. So Chiefs, you're going to take the Chiefs and you're going to give – what is it three and a half now, John? I, FanDuel has it at three. I just saw it at three. Yeah. I saw it at three. Yeah, okay. I'm looking right now, yeah. Uh, DraftKings had it at three and a half, though, I thought. I just looked at DraftKings. It's, it's at three right now. Oh, it is at three. Okay. All right. Um, maybe the line moved a little bit because uh, who's the guy Esteban, there's some mattress guy in Texas. So always goes fucking crazy. Put what three and a half million on the bucks. Yeah. But the second highest Super Bowl bet of all time 
I guess somebody put four million a couple of years ago, but I'm pretty sure that it might have been the mat. Uh, the mattress guy did something where if he did some sort of special with his mattresses at one point, like everyone got a free mattress if a certain team didn't win, and I think he got fucked. I think whoever <laughs> wanted to win did not win. Uh, by the way, I do have a little stat that backs up Eve's pick. Uh, I was looking at some important things. Tom Brady. And I know this because I'm a New York football giant fan. 0 and 2 when he faces non animals in the Super Bowl. 6 and 1 against animals. Obviously, the Chiefs are a non animal. Um, he's never won against a non animal. And go Chiefs. Go fucking big. So, yeah, I agree with Eve. John, you're, you're next on the locks, though. Pio. Can I do two? Can I do two? Yeah, you go two. I've only got one. So you go two. And let's I, get Esteban. Esteban, you got any? Uh, I'll come up with one. You go, John. Okay. All right. All right. Go All right. I, I've got about a dozen things I so far laid bets on for the Super Bowl, and I've got a dozen more left in me that I'll I'll do tomorrow. Uh, just because I I love the Super Bowl. I love yes, to lose best. or win money every single time something happens on the football field. Uh, <laughs> so right now I've got, and this is on DraftKings, the total number of players to make a reception during the game, including overtime. Over and under is at 15 and a half. So I, I'd never seen that bet before where 15 and a half different players Seems like a would lot. have to. It does seem like a lot. And I'm taking the under. I okay. mean, if you think a half dozen players per team at the most would get a reception, right? Unless they, unless like everyone's getting injured and they're getting replaced. Yeah, I, feel like seven, I feel like seven receptions by a t- seven different receivers. That's a lot. Uh, is a lot. That, yeah, and you lot. need to get more than that. Yes. Um, and if I'm Tom fucking Brady or Patrick Mahomes, I'm not trying out new guys. I'm throwing to my go-to guys. Yeah. Now's not the time to try new guys out. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to spread the ball around. Fucking. Yeah. Keep it between your legs. <laughs> okay. Eve. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Yes. So total number of players to make a reception during the game. I'm taking under 15. I love it. My second bet. Is that real quick? That's just an even bet. That's a like the odds are even either way. As far as no, no, you have to lay a little. uh, I think it's, I think it's like minus one thirty something to do under, and I think it's it's plus a little bit to go, but it's pretty close to even. Okay. Um, My second bet is the coin toss. The old coin toss. Throughout my life, oh, I know I'm going to go into an essay. Throughout my life, that I, I, I've really found that I end up hating whatever the majority of people think. I, I want to go the other way. I voted for Republican candidates during the Obama administration. I voted against Donald Trump twice after having to watch snowflake ass conservatives destroy the good name of journalism in this country. Uh, I've been called a contrarian by many, many people to my face, and they might have a point. I put myself in a hypothetical situation recently where I thought, okay, if there's a group of people running towards me as I'm walking towards them and they're on the street yelling at me, hey, 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 if you continue down this way, there's fire, there's fiery death. Don't go down this way. If you continue on your course, you will die. And I realized that my natural reaction, if that were to happen, is to start to formulate an argument as to why a fiery, painful death is actually a good thing. So I'm embracing my inner contrarian nature and taking tails, baby. Everyone wants to go heads. We're going tails on the coin toss. When that coin flips on Sunday night and you look it down at the diamond hands holding that coin, all that's going to be staring back at you is Sonic Hedgehog's best friend, Tails. I 
I agree. Wow. I am a tails person. I never choose heads. I always choose tails. You know? Well, uh, the real fucking Super Bowl is the coin toss. Because I'm going the other way. What? I'm taking heads for the coin tosses. Whoa! There's been 54 fucking Super Bowls, 29 tails, 25 heads. Odds say heads are due. I'm going heads to cut the gap a little bit. Uh, so that's my that's my lock of the week is is uh, is heads on the coin toss. Mm. So watch out. I, I can't believe we have a true head to heads on uh, heads to tails. Heads to tails. Heads to tails. <laughs> <laughs> This is a shocking so development for pancakes and pandemics. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's Esteban, an important conversation. I'm glad we're having it. I, yeah, we I, gave I, you time. What do you got, man? I was looking shit up. I mean, in the end of the day, uh, what do you need I to mean, look up? There's one game. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, Eve. Like there, there's already the the bet against the spread, which is what you're going to do every single time. So no, uh, she just says who wins. Yeah, she's or a money line. I mean the. Over for Patrick Mahomes on two and a half touchdowns. I think I'm going to tell the listener to go over on that. I think it's going to be a shootout. I feel like any of the Patrick Mahomes stats are going to be overs. I know it's the Super Bowl, and I know that the jitters are there, but he's one Super Bowl in. I, I think he's going to blow the, the, the scoreboard up. So I'd say any of that over stuff on Mahomes, go for it. I'd say with Brady, he could have a shit game. It could be, it, it could be a bad game. Let's be honest. Yeah. He had three interceptions the last game. It yep. could be ugly, and I don't think Tampa Bay is going home with the victory. I'm sorry. It's just not happening. I have all my money is on the Chiefs. I, I and John, I, I'm I'm interested. I know well you're on uh you're on FanDuel too, Esmon. I can't do anything but see those boosts. Every day they give you those little odd boosts. And if there's anything that has to do with the Chiefs, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. So that is what I want to see. And I do think Esteban, I mean, just I, I do think the NFL wants entertainment and I would not be surprised if the NFL referees tell the teams before the game, like, Hey, we're going to, if you're grabbing and shit, we're going to throw flags. And yeah. they, they'll, they'll tell them that in advance of the game to say, you need to, you know, we're, we, this is going to be a, a scoring game. So I'm taking the over. I'm, I'm all about this game being, uh, you know, up and down and, and the NFL wanting it to be that way. So. Yeah. And that's the game. That's the way that the game the NFL game has been legislated over the recent years, right? Like, yeah, you've got more rules on the defense than you do on the offense. They, they want points, baby. I want points. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. Hey, oh I do want to, you know, usually the Super Bowl comes with, you know, two weeks, obviously, of media bullshit. And a little of that was was not there because of COVID, right? I mean, it wasn't as massive. But I did want to touch on my favorite, like, weird story that came out of the, the Super Bowl media, which is Gronkowski. Did you guys read uh, the article about how he was uh, in the offseason? They had to send in video clips of him running, and he just did all his runs in one day and just put on different shirts uh, so that he would have a bunch of videos of him in different shirts to send in every day. I just love that. So yes, oh, no, I, I love it too. About, yes. Is it the penguin from Madagascar? I'm not sure how to react. There's a penguin in Madagascar. Just, His name is like Tchaikovsky or something. Is that this? this no. Esteban, just just silence. We we let her hang herself with silence. Um, so yeah, Rob Gonkowski, the the tight end for the Buccaneers, he would um, send in videos of himself sprinting, doing like wind sprints to the team, 
to show that he was, yeah, hey, I'm working. I guess out. everybody I'll, had to. Every everybody was right, supposed to send in right. these videos. <laughs> but he, but he would get done with a sprint, and then he would go back and put on a new shirt, and then run another sprint, and then submit these videos and do it all in the same day, and then submit them over the next couple of weeks to show that he was working out. But what I, the thing that I love and that I think that happened is that he probably just left the like the video recording as he was changing the shirt and he did it and he probably sent that all to the buccaneers and they were like you know what the fuck do we care tom, tom wants rob on the team well, i i don't care well, you know what actually as i thought about it i was a little surprised that gronk runs with a shirt on you know he seems like a kind of shirt shirt off you're so right guy. about that you're so right yeah well i mean remember when he was still really pretty new in the league and he had that one like picture of himself, like basically naked with a porn star. Do you remember that? Like, it's like I we're do. going back like ten years ago. It was amazing. Like, you're like this guy is going to be like a hit in the league. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you? Let me ask you this: Do you think that a young Gronkowski or any star does that, or is it just that he's like, I don't give a shit that the team that they're paying me millions of dollars for, we're in the Super Bowl, that I lied to them. Like, and he's like, I'm retiring right after this do you think that's like like would would you see any other player being like yeah i skipped all the all the man mandatory drills in the beginning i i think there's a couple factors at play one like he has a public persona of being just a lovable idiot a lovable (laughs) meathead idiot and yeah okay we get it you're you're gonna be a level we, we give you the power to be a lovable meathead idiot and uh the other bigger thing that i think gives him more leeway is that he's white Oof, oof, hard hitting. Uh, I think it's a good time to talk about LeBron versus Super Karen. Let's just get right into that and leave, right. you know, leave it right there where it needed where to be. Where is that? Yes, Eve. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're on fire tonight, by the way. Stay home. Your timing is impeccable. Thank you. Uh, don't hold back. What are you sipping on, by the way? Is that is that? I a, tried a new, is there alcohol? Yeah, I tried a new concoction. It's tequila with uh, su- sweet tea. What? Whoa, I've never heard. How's of that. that going? It's it's going. I gotta tell you, Virginia. Oh, it's, so your highest compliment is that it's drinkable. Yeah, oh, it's man. drinkable. Uh, Virginia fucking loves sweet tea. I mean, it, like people live off sweet tea in in Virginia, North Carolina. I find it fucking disgusting. Like, give me unsweetened tea. Uh, I do. I'm a big Arnold Palmer fan because I feel like you can control the amount of lemonade that goes into, you know, lemonade's very sweet. So you can get a sweet tea, if you will, with an Arnold Palmer, but you can just put, I go three quarters unsweet tea, quarter lemonade that hits, but sweet tea is just like fucking awful. Well, I do feel like we should start calling sweet tea by its real name. Diabetes. Yep, but it diabetes. <laughs> no, but it, it it smells like tequila. You gotta make it so you put enough tequila into the sweet tea that it doesn't smell like tea or taste like it at all. Oh, okay. You think sweet it's, tea t- smells like tequila, sweet. or your sweet tea with tequila? My in it like so tequila. my sweet tea with tequila because I put enough tequila that it smells and tastes like tequila, but it's sweeter than if I didn't put anything in it. So tequila is usually like kind of sour and bitter. With this, it's very drinkable for somebody that likes sweet things. Okay, hey, I do want to talk about LeBron versus Super Karen, and I think the best way to give you the backstory is just to say LeBron had an interaction with some fans the other day. And I'm just going to start by just playing the clip of this is uh, post uh, that, that situation 
one of the fans got kicked out who is now known as Courtside Karen. And uh, this was her comments. In my own business, and Chris has been a Hawks fan forever. He's been watching the games for 10 years, whatever. He has this issue with LeBron. I don't have an issue with LeBron. I don't give a fuck about LeBron. Anyway, I'm minding my own business, drinking my wine, having fun. All of a sudden, LeBron says something to my husband. And I, and I see this, and I go, I stand up and go, don't fucking talk to my husband. And he looks at me, and he goes, sit the fuck down, bitch. And I go, don't fucking call me a bitch. You sit the fuck Get the fuck out of here. And I go, don't fucking talk to my husband like that. Don't talk to my husband. And he literally was like, fuck you, bitch. Sit down, bitch. And all of a sudden, now I'm getting kicked out. Excuse me, I have courtside seats that I pay for. Fuck you, LeBron. You're a fucking pussy. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to let a 25-year-old girl intimidate you during a game? Bye, bitch. Woo! Uh, wow. Yeah, I just, in case uh, you, you know, let me just give you... Um, kind of what you what you might expect the internet definitely destroyed this this poor courtside karen um she got destroyed by the internet i don't know what you guys think i mean i kind of loved it i mean i'll just start there i fucking loved the whole thing it was awesome no no what did you not love about it she's just she's like what's her name tommy lauren or what that bitch like she's so irritating <laughs> no, that's a, that's just another blonde conservative. Yeah, that it's just yeah. irritating. Yeah, like wh- well, why? Well, LeBron. I mean, LeBron did call her a bitch. I mean, she's just supposed well, to sit oh, down oh, and shut oh, up. Allegedly. No, uh, uh, allegedly, allegedly, he did call her husband uh, old steroid ass. <laughs> uh, because I guess her husband, her fifty-year-old millionaire husband, is pretty jacked and is ob- an obvious steroid user. I did um, when I heard. I think the best part of this, and I don't have the clip of it, but is LeBron's comments about it because he kind of was like, "Yeah, I mean, he kind of said that this happened. Like, he wasn't. He yeah. definitely was like he. The way he described it is, there were two grown men that were having a conversation, talking a little smack. Maybe there were some drinks involved, and then she got involved. I really think what she described is exactly what happened, which makes it even more hilarious that LeBron's out there just talking shit. I love uh, when were they having a conversation in between, like, the game? I don't get it. Well, like, they had front row seats, and LeBron was playing in the basketball game. And I guess – I think he hit a shot or, uh, you know, I don't I don't know exactly when it was. I think there might have been a foul, and it started – LeBron didn't just say something to this guy, but, like, the guy said something, LeBron said something back, and, yeah. Then Eve, so in basketball and professional basketball, like uh, fans can have courts, court, no, what they're called courtside seats. But a conversation versus two words, like uh, one sentence is not a conversation. Okay. That is just a remark. I don't know. It's heckling. It's heckling right? the, the fan yeah. happens yes. in every single visiting uh, arena to every star player always gets heckled, but LeBron gets it obviously, probably more than others. He's kind of hated if he's not on the team, that whole thing. Uh, he's a polarizing figure. So, no, I, I enjoyed it. I, I do feel like watching that, I am shocked. Like, it's it's basically an episode out of a Bravo TV show, some sort of Real Housewives of the Atlanta Hawks. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I will say at first when I saw the, the – when I saw it come up on my phone, um, I was like, oh, wait, she – She's pretty attractive, right? Like, like uh, at first glance, and then I yeah. watched, and I was like, "Ah, oh, she's like, like basically completely makeup and plastic and fake." And it was yeah. like kind of gross. Like it was, 
But at first, I was like reacting like, "Oh, let me watch this. Let me let me see what's going on here." But yeah, I don't like. Well, it. well that's the, the biggest thing that the internet I think is reacting to is her claim that she's twenty five, because <laughs> yes, she 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 is objectively beautiful, right? She's yeah. beautiful, but she's beautiful in a very cartoony way. Like yeah. uh, she looks like half cartoon, half human. Because yeah, she's it's obviously she, it's obviously she, that she's had plastic surgery, and I, I've dug into. Juliana Carlos and her husband Chris Carlos on their Instagram accounts, and they met at a Miami nightclub, which is just a storybook ending. Yeah, yeah, yep. right. I mean, we could have told you that they met at a Miami nightclub. That's true. He is—he uh, looks like the kind of guy that has been like he's tanned too much to a point where his skin looks like the sun has destroyed it. Um, you know, and and yes, the steroid. I mean, I think LeBron. You know, good on LeBron for smack talking because anybody can call someone a bitch. But I think he was able to quickly recognize that this guy was an old steroid ass, and that's a great way. That's a great way to diss somebody in a short period of time. I, I love that he left out the word freak. Like typically, you would be like, "Oh, yo, you're a steroid freak," but he he tossed in the word ass. I thought that was a good twist of the phrase. Hey, uh, I just looked at our podcast on a uh, on Apple Podcasts. How come no one ever told me that on? May 24th of 2020, somebody made a comment and a five-star review saying that they would like more stories from Eve. And I never got to tell more stories. And that they said that we should do an episode comparing and contrasting marriage versus paying for love. Did we ever do that? Well, I think because that was like eight plus months ago. And um, we definitely do- we definitely talked about marriage versus paying for love right. at and some point. I, I guarantee we did that. We've and, definitely and I, had a lot of stories from you, Eve. Did we? Since, like, a lot yeah. of stories, yeah. And we were talking about some something completely different, and you, you <laughs> took us in this. You really, you really oh, yanked the steering. Me. You really yanked the steering wheel into the Eve ditch. <laughs> I, I I do want to go back to uh, courtside Karen. Okay. Is so she's twenty five. I am curious. The, Allegedly, the, the term Karen. So when I think of a Karen, I do typically think of like a forty or fifty year old woman. She's more. Is there a is there a Karen version of that that's applicable to younger she's a, people? Yeah, she's or like a Crystal? I don't know. She's like a, a stripper. A crystal. I don't know. She's just... okay. Esteban, you look like you have something. Oh, no, there is. There was like a in New York like a month ago. There was a young Karen, this girl who is like twenty four, twenty five, who chased down. Uh, a kid who is black, who she accused of stealing her cell phone. And oh yeah, came like the young Karen, like the twenty, the early twenties Karen, right? And her name. Uh, do we still call him? Do we still call him Karen? Still call him Karen. So it's just okay. like, you okay. know the young Karen, maybe. I think I think yeah. that's how you know. I don't know it just doesn't hit for me because I don't think there are any 24, 25 Actually, yeah, I think we need to find it. I think we need to find a name that better suits. The younger, the young Karen. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. that's that's something we can work on. Chelsea. We should trademark it here. Chelsea. This podcast. Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, you're coming up with good one, Eve. Let's throw them all in a bucket, and we'll see what happens. Not like right now, but at some point, um, maybe when we're not recording. All right, <laughs> I do want to. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the last thing, the last sports thing. We got to touch on. The uh, Eagles coach, because uh, the Eagles hired a new coach, Nick Sirianni or Sirianni. I'm not sure. Sirianni. 
He apparently wowed the Eagles in the interview process with his energy, his intelligence, his edge, and shared vision uh, with the leadership of the organization. Well, I'll tell you who he didn't wow, the rest of the fucking world, with his presser uh, and his plans for the team. So let me just hit you with 40 seconds of this fucking guy telling us his plan for the Philadelphia Eagles. It's very important to me is that we build a smart football team that we have a smart football team here. And I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're going to, we're going to know, we're going to have systems in place that are easier to learn. All right. Complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Less thinking equals talent take over. But we need to have <laughs> systems in place, and we will have systems in place. Wow. I mean, yeah. Our first part of being smart is knowing what to do. I don't know what to do right now. Can someone please tell me how to break that down? I love that less thinking equals talent take over. I I've never heard that equation before. That was the best. Yeah, less thinking. So so he said it's going to be easy, but then it's going to be complicated, but it will be easy, which will lead to less thinking, which will equal, because less thinking equals talent takeover. I feel pretty good about being in the Eagles division right now. No, nope. yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, <laughs> Nick Sirianni, uh, he was on like the Kansas City Chiefs staff for many years, and then most recently – recently was the offensive coordinator with the Indianapolis Colts under uh, head coach Frank the Third Reichs. And so typically standing next to Bill Belichick on the Patriots, that gets you a job as yeah, an assistant coach. True. I never knew that standing next to Frank the Third Reich on the Colts would get you a job, but apparently it did. And, and this Nick Sirianni guy has a reputation in the league as being not smart. So just Google around, look on Twitter. He, for some reason, had... I, I don't know why he has this. He has this reputation of being a not smart person, and somehow that was like a positive in the column to hire him. And all I can think of is, what if a black guy had that stigma? Would he get hired as a head coach? I don't think so. So, well, the first part of being smart, though, John, is knowing what to do, and some, I, you know, that's the first part of being smart. So, I don't know that you understood that, but that is the first part. Can I just say one thing that is smart as a head coach? is to establish really early on that there's a system and there's systems to your system and there's systems out because whenever anything goes wrong, you can just kind of blame it on the system. You don't ever have to take any responsibility for what happened. Like you make a bad decision to go forward on fourth down. You just kind of go, well, you know, it's kind of part of our system. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I just think that no, blame the player. that's blame uh, the game. important. Blame the, blame the player. I just I, in blame coach the coach. Speak, blame the coach. In coach speak, having a system that you can just refer to all the time—that's really an important part of coaching, I think. So, would you rather be uh, a First fan time. of the the Lions right now and their coach, or uh, this guy uh, on the Eagles? Which, like, what, who are you thinking is actually a smarter head coach at this point? Because I know your friend, uh, your good friend. Yeah, the, the the Lions head coach is yeah Johnny Johnny Paperhands knows him real well. That's a good question for for Johnny Paperhands. What do you think, Johnny? Lions God. head coach. 
Isn't he the one that said he was going to like beat people up or something? He's going to like knock them down yeah. and eat their ankles? I mean, we got to say there's only been two like coaching hires that I'm aware of over the last month. And that's because they've had, you know, like soundbite type pressers. He was talking about biting a dick off. I, I swear to a God. Knee, a, knee, a knee off. A knee no, but, but he bit one knee, then he bit the other knee, then he bit a hunk of you. <laughs> I think it was pretty fucking clear. What he was talking about. Oh, that is that is genitals. You thought it was genitals. Genitals. Yes, a hundred percent is what he was saying. Okay. Did you say genitals or genitals? (laughs) I thought I said genitals. Gerbils sounded like genitals. Gerbils sounded like you said giant hands. That's all right. Let's get way down in this. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. No, I'm going to take. I'm going to take man. Man, Campbell over fucking uh, idiot boy Siriati. Like I'm taking man Campbell. I want to take the hulking guy. That you know what they might not win a lot of games, but he's going to get his players fucking ripped because yeah. he is ripped. Uh, I do I feel like his I don't, first... I don't want to take idiot boy. Uh, idiot boy is going to run. What's he going to do? He's just going to run power eye over and over again. I, I don't know. It's going to be really simple, but complicated, but simple. <laughs> you just gotta. I, I do think Man Campbell the first uh, the first um, four games, his pump up speeches are going to be fucking awesome and then he might he might lose a little steam after that because i don't feel like he has a lot of i think he has kind of some some go-to lines that he probably sticks to he's probably still talking about biting off kneecaps and then it maybe falls on deaf ears but the first four games i think he's gonna hit by by the way just so you guys uh for, for the listeners that are not on here my name is ted lasso on this squad cast ted lasso reminds me of this new guy for the eagles Getting oh. up on his first presser and has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Watch the show on Apple TV. It's great. Apple TV, make sure you uh, you know sponsor Pancakes and Pandemics. We'd appreciate that. Mm-hmm. John, do you agree? A little bit like Ted Lasso in that first the first presser? Just yes, but not nearly as like charming or lovable. Like I don't I don't know that he has any redeeming qualities like Ted Lasso does. <laughs> Nick Sirianni. All right. Well, that I loved his press conference. I watched it like five times, and it was awesome. Um, all right. Well, that's all we got on sports. I got to tell you guys quick personal story. It's about COVID. It's infiltrated my cul-de-sac. So listen to this. Uh, one of my neighbors, his kid goes to school. It's a private school, so they don't really care. And they, they take all all the kids all the time and uh teacher got COVID. So then they got tested. Their son has COVID guess who their son's best fucking friend is my five-year-old. And uh, his other best friend is another five-year-old. So they all play together. The other five-year-old go gets his COVID test. He's positive. So I'm like, fucking God damn it. It's in the cul-de-sac. My family has to have COVID. We all go today. We're all negative. And I was talking to my five-year-old. I was like, dude, you're a beast. I mean, you're fighting off COVID. Your other buddies have it. You should be proud of yourself. You should make fun of them. Maybe, um, maybe on the playground. Maybe he's just maybe he's just not that good of a friend. Just not spending enough time with your friend. Yikes! Yeah, I didn't think that's, about that. That's, that's a good point. Oh, that's a really okay. tough. Did the nurse make you sit on your hands when you got the test? <laughs> so, so funny story about that. My son, my five year old. It required him pinning, being pinned down, and screaming the whole time. So I, the whole time, I'm, that was I'm me. Walking. That was me. That was me. Yeah, it was like this is what John's situation was like. Except this human being is five, and John is thirty-five. That would be the only difference. 
And, and, and I, at no point did the five-year-old slap the nurse. Uh, in, <laughs> as, so there was, it was actually better than what they experienced with you. Uh, but yeah, he actually went first, which traumatized my other children because they were like, what the fuck just happened in there? I was like, right. oh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Um, so yeah. And so Eve, you're, you got the, uh, the vaccine, mm-hmm. right? Twice, John, right? And then you, you guys have antibody antibodies, right? I mean, yeah, I'm currently, yeah, I'm currently coasting on my antibodies and hopefully in the summer when I can get access to it, I'll take the vaccine. But my, but my wife is vaccinated. So there's yeah. that. Yeah, so is mine. So is mine. So yeah, I mean, Esteban, do you have, a, you said you had like science that you want to talk about, which <laughs> hopefully is more exciting than your Groundhog Day fact, but <laughs> why don't you tell us what you got to do? with your science. Okay. Finding right, so, me so, with science. Just to clear things up here, the 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 groundhog day, groundhog day fact might have been more interesting, not a lot more interesting, but a little bit more interesting if you weren't sprinkling out all the facts about Groundhog Day prior. I was desperately looking shit up, and nothing really yeah. popped up. Okay, I'm I'm gonna just guess that it still would have sucked, but it would yeah maybe maybe like, it would have sucked. Wouldn't have sucked as much as you guys. You guys really like ripped me on that like you guys like dug deep it, it hurt it hurt just, you, well you said you sound butt hurt yeah yeah it, it hurt it hurt bad um no no what i, I guess what i was the point or that i was trying to so make good. is that a john mellencamp uh <laughs> reference the cougar the cougar all right go, i'm sorry yes one go ahead no, no 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 the point the point is that i got inspired last episode about uh johnny diamond hands with his explanation and then the the relative uh, fervor of interest from the audience, the the millions of listeners, and I was thinking about it um, back in the day, early COVID. We did have some good, solid COVID discussions. I got to like bring in some insights and things. So I was thinking, like, you guys should tell me what do you want to hear about? Do you want to hear about like you know when a new vaccine comes out? Is this one going to work? Uh, are masks necessary? Why is New Zealand able to live a normal life and we're not? Or are you just like, fuck this. I don't really care about science and I'm not interested in hearing about it. So, guys, tell me. I'm, really, the, the- I'm really concerned that you didn't tell me yet if goggles are going to be required. Can I get COVID through my eyes? That's what I want to know. Uh, I, th- I, think there are, I think there's fairly uh, limited evidence <laughs> for such a machine. Uh, hilarious if that was like the main way it was happening. We were- we were just totally missing an opportunity. Instead of we were wearing masks and we should have just all worked out. I rest my case. Yeah, that's the most important question I've ever heard. Asked yeah. uh, why don't you talk about New Zealand? Right now? Right now. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, so just for my opinion, I, I, am on, I am in the, I don't give a fuck. But but I am always in that uh, camp, and I do think I don't speak for the common man who is generally interested about some of the things and topics that you brought up. But but like election and COVID, those two things lasted have lasted for so long and been talked about so much that I fucking hate uh, talking about both of those things. Yeah. So uh, well, okay, so I'll, I guess I'll give you my since we're yeah, doing that. Since, since we're since we're sharing now, yeah. uh, I, I will tell you that now since I've had COVID, my wife has the vaccine, both the doses, uh, just like Eve has. I'm 
I'm fucking done. Like I'd, I, I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm ready to rub my dick on people and like, or, or whatever the. Socially oh, yeah. ex- you're ready to go back to normal, which for you, yes, it's rubbing your dick on. Whatever the socially acceptable equivalent of that is, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. Um, but I realize it's still out there, and I, I still don't want to kill grandma and grandpa. So I'm waiting till my parents have the vaccine, and that's really all. That's that's all that I'm thinking about with COVID right now is my grand, my my mother and father getting the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And, and and look, I agree with you. We we definitely overplayed the politics and the COVID stuff. Uh, that the other issue is that COVID is not really going away, and life right. is not really going back to normal. So there's still going to be shit that pops up what? here and there. But what I'm hearing is that Eve might be my only saving hope for having any interest in hearing about anything science related on this podcast. So, uh, Eve, uh, is that true, or are you also in their camp? Um, I am not Dua Lipa. I do give a fuck. And I think. Oh, by the way, I like how you took her interest in whether or not we have to wear goggles as an as overall interest in science. <laughs> yeah. Better than what you had. Okay. It's, science is easier for me to <laughs> grasp and listen to and be entertained by than sports. Okay. I don't want to hear about guys throwing their balls around. <sighs> okay. Just whatever. Go. Go. I. Yeah, sure. I is that all, Esteban? Did you have other things you wanted to talk no, about? No, 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 no. Gauge our interest. It's in. all about. I wanted to gauge your interest to understand if I should come to the show a bit prepared, and and who knows? Maybe the listeners will speak. Maybe they maybe they're curious about a few things. Will the single shot vaccine be as good as the two shot? Who knows, what, right? What are we, we going to have like you, a seance you, to get them to speak? Well, no, that's a good point, uh, John. If you wanted to send in a question or comments or feedback, you could do that. I think you could probably do it via uh, review on when you rate, subscribe, and review. There's also tw- we you can get us on Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the Twitter handle is at Pancakes and Pandemics. But Esteban, I'm sorry. When you proposed this topic, I thought that you had when you said, "Hey, I want to talk about COVID and science." I thought that you had like content, <laughs> but you're just trying to gauge interest for content. I mean, I could talk about COVID and science and topics all I want, but I mean, we're already at an hour and 15. I don't think you want me to launch into a diatribe about uh, the science right now. I I just wanted to understand what you guys were interested in hearing, which, by the way, is nothing, which is fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's it's still interesting. No, no, hold on. And like you said, it's going to be something that's going to be a part of all of our lives for the next however many years. Yeah, it's gonna, be, way, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like the flu, right? Yeah. Tune in next week where we talk about science. I mean, let's just put it on the agenda. We're gonna talk some science next week. Tune fucking in if you like science. <laughs> all right, let's get into verses because I got some shit to talk about. We got four hot topics. Verses. Let's start with the first one. Little Super Bowl theme: a buccaneer or a pirate versus a Native American chief. John, where are you going? Do you guys remember the opening game of the 2020 NFL season? No, I don't. You don't remember? Well, I remember. It was the Houston Texans at the Kansas City Chiefs. This was at the height of the Black Lives Matter movement. Protests happening in major cities all over the United States. It was a time that our country was in flames, either from COVID or from the police brutality, uh, brutally murdering black folk. Uh, And when the announcer of the game... After the national anthem over the PA system called for a moment of silence in order to promote unity in our country, 
the limited in attendance fans that were at the game booed. The Kansas City Chiefs fans booed unity. Uh, and that's something I'll always remember. So I'm taking the pirate tattoo. <laughs> yeah, we even talking tattoo? about this is not a tattoo. <laughs> Did I read that incorrectly? Yes. It's just a buccaneer or pirate versus a Native American chief. Well, I'm, t- I'm taking a pirate and I'm getting a tattoo. <laughs> I love, I love that that ended with a tattoo. That's, my, that's the best versus. Oh, we're all like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, John's getting a tattoo. Uh, Esteban, talk about the actual topic. What did oh you have? Okay. All right. So, so the way I. T- <laughs> Thank you, John, for taking us back to history for the last year. That was really great, especially to remind us of the BLM you know, protests and all that. That's, that's excellent. Uh, so I debated this uh, on would I, who would I rather be in a fight? Uh, and I took Buccaneers and Pirates. This is not who I want to win the Super Bowl. I'd much rather have the Native American chief win. Yeah. If you're a Buccaneer or you're a Pirate, you have guns or cannons. Right, mm-hmm. swords. Like chances are, that shit is going to destroy all of the arrow shooting uh, Indians uh, with the feather and not dot. Uh, yeah, so oh. Buccaneers uh, all the way. I know Eve appreciated that, by the way. No, I don't like that you said Indian. No, she's smiling. I don't think we can say that anymore. I've heard, I've, I've heard Eve make that reference in past episodes. That was so. because I was. That was because I was saying I don't like the the term Indian. No, you are right, Esteban. Eve does say a lot of racist ass shit on the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys are just being retarded right now. All right. I, 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 <laughs> I got something to say though. So I, I kind of I I did the same thing, Esteban. I thought about the fight, right? And I thought pi- pirate to me is kind of a white person on a ship trying to take things over versus a Native American chief. I think we've already had this battle. The white people win. The Native American chiefs get shitty land and they build casinos on it. So I'm going to take the pirate. Uh, and also Somalian pirates were kind of dope a couple of years ago. They kind of you know made a comeback. So I'm going to go pirate here in the battle with the Native American chief. And you bring up a great point. The Native American chief at best has a decent bow and arrow. Right. I mean, you know, do better. So uh, Eve, close this out for us, please. I don't think you know the history of Native Americans because they did actually take on uh, the weapons of the Western side and use guns. But whatever. Um, I'm not about cultural appropriation, so I'm going to say pirates just because I really like Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean and Johnny Depp. And I also always choose pirates in a pirate ninja battle because ninjas are so stupid with small penises. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see ninjas getting brought up here, but I do think I just watched three ninjas today and they do seem to all have small bulges from what I saw. So I think that's Pirates Pirates versus ninjas. Was that like a YouTube thing or a meme like in early 2000s? It was a competition between, uh, you know, teenagers or preteens. It was always like, do you like pirates or do you like ninjas? And if you liked ninjas, like you suck, you know, like, oh, I'm a ninja. I'm sneaky. Well, par- pirates might have scurvy, but at least they know how to party, you know? And just to clarify, you're getting the pirate tattoo, right? No. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Oh, maybe I missed that. Up. All right. Next one. Stuck in a hundred degree room all day versus stuck in a 20 degree freezer all day. Eve, 
What do you think? Let me tell you a little story about the last two weeks of my life. I was stuck in a hundred hundred dollars. Holy shit. <laughs> Tequila. I was stuck in a hundred degree room for the last two weeks at work. And it was the worst. I would much rather be in a 20 degree freezer and just wear layer upon layer upon layer of clothing and um, survive somehow without moving than being in a hundred degree room. Yeah. Okay. So you're taking the uh, 20 degree freezer. I like it. Uh, Esteban, what are you doing? I, I gotta be honest. I don't know how any of us can have, there, there's no choice in this topic in my mind, but, but that's how I work. I, I, I don't know how Eve selected what she just did. 100 degree room all day. Here's the thing. 100 degree room all day is like being hungover, right? You are just sweating bullets, sweating, sweating, sweating. You just lay there. You're just fucking laying there for an entire day. We've all done You pass out. You can't survive in that. You can. I did that. Freezer. And you survived. No, I, I, I left the room every 20 minutes. Okay. I'm I'm just saying, freezer. Your your uh, your, your teeth are chattering. Like like, Fred Eagle chilling, and you're. I mean, granted, it's uncomfortable. You're sweating your ass off, but we've all done it. I, I hundred degree for sure. It has to be it. <laughs> okay. I love that this is the, the visual and of really Esteban, and like, aggressive. Esteban like cu- like putting his arms around himself and like being cold was really funny. Yeah, that was definitely a, one of the uh, one of the takes where seeing him was more funny than, uh, than maybe for the <laughs> listeners. But it was awesome. I and a really aggressive take and basically shit all over your take, Eve. He said that he doesn't see how you could even do what you did. So um, kind of a. Um, you know, exciting one-to-one to start this topic. Johnny Paperhands, break the tie, baby. Yeah, I'm someone that has a shitty superpower. Uh, much like the characters on the long-forgotten movie Mystery Men, starring Hank Azaria, where one guy one guy's superpower is being able to throw cutlery with super accuracy, except for knives. Uh, and another guy's superpower is being able to get, like, really, really angry. Uh, my superpower in real life is that I sweat profusely at the slightest hint of physical activity. Uh, and so because of that sweat and my superhuman ability to be able to cool myself down quickly, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the sauna over the freezer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You do. I remember multiple times, um, you would work out at lunch and you'd come back to work after a shower and after everything a, 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 cold, a cold shower, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I just remember you. It does make you look like you're doing something bad and kind of guilty. I remember looking over my cubicle wall and being like, "John's up to something because he is sweating right now. He's sweating. <laughs> He's doing something sketchy." And frankly, our job was kind of sketchy at that time, so maybe maybe that was part of maybe, it. Maybe. All, right. All right, two to one. Hey, Eve. I'm going with you here. You can always get warmer. Warmer. You can continue to put on more clothes, layers. Uh, there's a limit uh, to what you can do with heat. You just get naked. That's the that's the best you can do. There's no other options after that. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the 20 degrees freezer and I'm bundling up until I'm comfortable. I mean, it's it's easy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Your face. Yeah, naked. Esteban. 
naked exactly get naked well, right. but then if you're still fucking hot like what do you, yeah. you there's nothing else to well, do. You're peel your skin off that's what i thought yeah i was outside oh. skiing a whole day i just put a bunch of clothes on it was fine okay you, you drink going. a beer you drink a beer and you stay there you you wear off the hangover it's great it's fine uh all right this is the the, the I, I like this one because i'm thinking it confused john all right <laughs> get a tattoo with the name of your ex versus cannot you cannot grow hair anymore and i guess maybe your ex could be a buccaneer potentially and that's maybe where john got confused i don't know john explain what you're doing here and maybe <laughs> if this is how you started getting into tattoos Yes, thank you. Uh, again, another lame superpower that I possess is the ability to grow hair at an exponential rate. And, and I've come to embrace it. Uh, I, I look down on bald faces and, and bald people, for that matter. You do. Uh, yep. The term bald face liar comes from the distrust of, of beardless losers. Uh, so if you don't have a beard, you have a bald face, you're probably distrustful. You're, you're a lying idiot. It's not a bald uh, face lie? No, it's bald face. Uh, and so I'm keeping all of my hair follicles and getting t- a tattoo of the name of a whore ex-girlfriend. Why is that to be? Okay, whatever. It could be. You, uh, you know why. Is it Bailey? Are you going to go Bailey on this? Just for that no, short snap? No, Jesus, no, stop. No, ew. No. It's like when you tell your grandmother like one ex-boyfriend you had and then that's all she ever says. It's like, oh, what about like jason is jason coming by like grandma i've dated like other people jesus yeah yeah i've had like 60 dicks since then like don't worry yeah about you have right. sorry wait cool. yeah. no no i was speaking i'm gonna excerpt yeah. out i've had 60 dicks since yeah let, let's I, make sure. i mean you've given shout outs to bailey on the podcast so i just wait why are you removing the 60 dicks oh, oh, oh i'm sorry the, the stripper from arizona yeah, yeah, she was not a girlfriend. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I'm I'm misunderstanding. I think that someone else is probably dating her. <laughs> All right, Eve, what do you you want to talk about the sixty decks? You seem to keep jumping yeah. in on that. What, what are you trying to yeah, get? I mean, to? I, can, I can't stop. I guess no. I I <laughs> I've never dated a Jason. Um, no. Uh, I'm gonna say. I will take the tattoo of an ex. There's so many to choose from. Uh, yeah. Some of them are the same, so that's fine. Like, yeah, we'll just we'll just put a, a name of an ex on me. Um, I definitely don't want to be bald or without eyebrows or without like hair. Yeah, like as a woman, that's just no. Or as a human, it's like a cone head. No, I'm not doing that. So, um, the end. Yeah, you don't want you don't want alopecia. <laughs> I I did think about this, and uh, I think it'd be easy for me. I. Uh, First of all, I, I, I've been with my wife since I was 18 years old. So my last ex was like maybe my prom date in high school. And I'm not even really sure I could call her my ex. Um, so Pathetic. yeah, I think my wife would, would be yeah, in agreement. Loser, loser. Loser. Yeah. Sorry, Wait, I'm I'm sorry, yeah, no, keep going. Whatever. Keep going. So, okay. so, yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, point <laughs> is, me and my wife would both be in agreement that – she would rather see a tattoo of some girl I dated in, when I was in high school than not have hair. So I think it's this one's pretty easy. Also, it doesn't in the uh, verses doesn't tell you where you can put the tattoo. So I would put it on my foot and I would uh, stomp on her every step that I take. 
Dude, you um, would not hold on. You would not put a tattoo on your foot. That's like where the most blood flow is, is on your feet, at the bottom of your feet specifically. That's why it's ticklish, right? Because there's so many nerve endings and blood so flow you, down are there. Are you saying I couldn't handle the, the heat? Yeah. It would be super painful. No, you don't want, yeah, no one gets I'm tattoos on the bottom of their feet. I would do it, John. I would do it. If I, I don't think to. you would. I don't I, no, I know. If you, I had to no. get my ex's if I had to get an ex tattoo, it's going on the bottom of my foot. Uh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> right, I don't right. uh, di- agree to disagree. I don't buy it. Let's videotape it and then put it on the podcast. Hmm. I like this. Well, well, no, this you don't have to do this thing. This is a hypothetical versus No, I think we've escalated <laughs> to a point where it's it's, it's reality now. We're taking a note. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh we'll see. Whoever wins. Actually, let's do this. Whoever wins the, the coin flip? Yeah, the coin toss. Yeah. Let's go, Johnny. You ready to put your money where your fucking mouth is? I'll put your name on my uh, the bottom of my, of my foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I lose, you put my name on the bottom of your foot. Done. Done. Lock it in. Oh, okay. wow. That's the, guys, the The fans will expect to see photos on the social media pages. Just uh, yeah, you're gonna. Yep. Yeah, it's it's yep. definitely happening, and, <laughs> and we're not gonna let John skirt out of this one because we just know he's gonna. Just to be clear here, right? Okay, uh, we're no, locked I'm, in. I'm, I'm gonna keep this pretty simple. Uh, uh, I I also like to grow my hair as well, similar to you, John. I, I, it's a superpower. Uh, don't take that away from me. Uh, tattoo of the uh, of an X. You can you can get it and then leave it there for a day and then just cover it up with something else uh, and then turn the name into like a different design like a butterfly uh, perhaps a snake uh, a Chinese symbol maybe Ooh, yeah sure. uh, so so yeah so I'm I'm gonna go with that and then turn it into something else although I have no tattoos yet and I don't really plan to get any but I'd rather choose that than than lose yeah this. yeah that's a, a clean sweep we're all not wanting to go hairless yeah. does anyone have a tattoo just curious. No, I think we've, we've we have discussed this. This is an okay. Unpopular. All right. All no, right. yeah, I'll my stop. my stop my ex has a tattoo of my name on his tooth. <laughs> right. Wait. Right. What? I right, told right, that story. Right. Yeah, he went to the dentist one day, and he was like so in love with me that he was like, "Hey, can you write my girlfriend's name on my tooth with the with the um whatever the dental machine like he, the special tool that they have?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can do it." And so he he on his molar in the top left of his mouth it says my my name and it's yeah it's still there i don't i don't know how you were raised that i mean he could get it he could get it whitened with a little bit of urine uh probably make make that name pop yep (laughs) all right (laughs) all right last one never taking a shower again versus never washing your clothes Eve, what are you doing here? Easy. I'm going to say never washing my clothes. Uh, I think that not taking a shower is completely disgusting. And if worst case scenario, I will be naked. But I will not be refusing to take a shower in order to wash my clothes instead. Because just imagine how grotesque everything will be. Like all the dead, gross skin on my body. No. Uh Uh-uh. Gross. Too much. Too far, too far, too far. But yes, I, I no. Well, I think you're right. But then it started getting too real for okay, me, I'll, I'll, at least. I'll, but I, I'm with you. I, I'm. I need a shower. I'm not going to wash my clothes. I, you know, I obviously need to clean my actual body. And it's also, I kind of like. I don't know about John, but like when you have kids and a wife, and sometimes like you need to escape. The shower is kind of like I got. I got to go take a shower, babe. No one's gonna. 
argue with you about that. Everyone's in agreement that that needs to happen sometimes. So yeah, I'll take a shower. Also, I'm financially balling right now. Uh, you know, humble brag or not so humble brag, whatever you want. But I just uh, wear t-shirts and boxers and just buy new clothes every single day. So I wouldn't even need to uh, wash my clothes because I'm so rich right now. Uh-huh. John, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm feeling just as cocky as you are because I just received my annual bonus check uh, recently. So I'll take never washing my clothes. Like yeah. I'll just buy new clothes from Walmart or Sam's Club when the stench of my current clothing uh, set that I'm wearing for the week overpowers the smell of the cologne that I've been dousing it in. Right. Uh, and, and then donate, it, donate the old clothes to Goodwill. Maybe use a little tax write-off. Yeah, I mean, uh, ultimately I need to shower – uh, I, in recent history, went like three days without showering, and I worked out all of those days. And when I bent, I, yeah, I bent down to like tie my shoes and caught a whiff of uh, what I can only describe as my asshole. Uh, and that's not something that I want in perpetuity. So I'm gonna I'm gonna opt in for showers over not washing my clothes. Right. Esteban, we sweep in this category. We're not sweeping it. So Whoa! I- hey, hey, oh! I'm taking never take a shower again. So, <laughs> all right. So a couple of things. Number, number one, buying clothing, new clothing relentlessly for the rest of your life, like every couple of days is not realistic. So I'm not buying your guys. I know you guys got bonuses. Eve, you're, you're, you're shaking that Uber Eats money. It doesn't matter. It's not enough <laughs> to be able to every few days buy new clothes. I don't buy it. Um, the other thing is, you know, Eve lives near a beach, probably. She's in Hawaii. The beach is everywhere. You know, you guys have rivers and tributaries near where you live. Like, go into a river and just bathe yourself there. Do a little wash here or there. Like, I mean, you don't have to take a shower to get clean. Um, so I would say I would much rather change my cl- into clean clothes every few hours per day uh, than the other way around and always have to wear the stinky-ass clothes because I'm not going out and just wasting money like you guys are. So, um, yeah. So you're finding, just it's so cheating. we're clear, like you're, you're, you're walking in New York, finding like a little, one of those wishing wells and hopping in and cleaning yourself. Or no, I don't, I don't it's cheating. No, I might go in the Hudson river. Yeah. Why not? Cheating. Oh. Cool. Well, no, it's cheating. Not, no, he's not cheating. He just sounds like a gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing it the natural I, way. I, I agree. I don't think this is cheating. I mean, he's not uh, taking a shower. So I think, I think I you got it. I could have said it taking a bath, and that would have been it's cheating because ha- that, that would have been a lower part of the tub. So it's having a bath. You don't take a bath, you have a bath. Oh, my bad. Draw a bath. Draw okay. A bath. Strong feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really strong. Kind of unnecessary feelings about it. Any hot takes uh, to close out the show? Today, um, we lost a beautiful soul. The father from The Sound of Music, Christopher, what's his face? Can't remember his name now. Yeah, he must have been. Uh, oh, yeah, he so he, he's so important. Yeah. He's so important. Christopher he doesn't Plummer. have a last name. Christopher right? Plummer. Okay. He was the guy that was in Knives Out, the old man. And then he was. Oh, Ad- I do like Weiss that. Guy. I did like Knives Out. Yeah. Edelweiss. Yeah. Do you guys see Knives Out? No. Not yet. I thought it was dope. I thought that was a really like Yeah. I, heard- I, I was surprised that not a, not a, many people told me to go watch it cuz when I watched it I was like this movie's fucking awesome. And it's got a ton of funny Daniel characters. Daniel Craig had so a it, southern it, accent. Speaking of uh famous Christophers, do you want to hear my Christopher Walken impression? Please go for it. Yes. This would yeah. be a great way to end the show. 
The Watch. <laughs> is that it? Is that where it ends? Is that where it ends? The Watch. Wait. Subscribe. <laughs> Review. See ya. See ya. Bye. <laughs> the Watch. Uh, yeah, I've had like 60 dicks since then. Like, don't worry about it.